What do Flip Wilson and Dana Carvey have to do with today's edition of Table Talk? Stick around. You'll find out. All right, we got to go back 1960s and 70s, Flip Wilson. Mm -hmm. And then you come forward to around, I think, 86 to 93, Dana Carvey's on Saturday Night Live. So Sean Shirley, who is uh, our co-host today on Table Talk, what do those two people have in common? Well, I will answer that question with a quote from Dana Carvey, the church lady. Could it be Satan? The Devil Made Me Do It, the according to Flip Wilson. I think it's actually the title of one of his comedy albums. It is. It was Geraldine. <laughs> so, so. The Devil Made Me Buy This Dress. <laughs> so it's, so th- this has been around. You, you think about this, this idea of The Devil Made Me Do It and uh, Satan and these two comedy, truthfully, comedy legends with Flip Wilson and Dana Carvey, and they made something so, so funny out of something that – for people in the church, truthfully, it's really not funny. And but and it, it also makes me think not too many people have pulled this off in the last 40 or 50 years. Otherwise, we would have had a lot more people doing this and a lot more uh, publicity. And so but only, these are only two I can think of uh, that, that made some serious comedy out of Satan, out of the devil. And so – just to, just to remind people, uh, this the new series uh, started this past Sunday at Covenant, and our senior pastor, Dr. Hayes McKay, uh, spent probably the majority of it actually talking about demons. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and you know, are demons real? And we make jokes of things usually that have some type of truth in them. That's really why they're funny. In fact, most comedians find something true and make comedy out of that. You know, yeah. you don't, you don't, most people don't laugh at stupid stuff. They laugh at, at real life and, and how comedians sort of twist that and, and make something funny. So, so that is really uh, what we're looking at today. We're looking at demons. And the question that uh, the Hayes touched on Sunday was, was where I want to sort of dive a little bit deeper in today. He said we we either overestimate or underestimate demons. Okay, and and we're going at it today. Uh, the direction I want to go, Sean, is overest or, or underestimating. Which right? one? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of the two. But That's right. but it's, we're going to do underestimating demons. And, and what I want to look at is why why you think that is, and so. Um, I know in in my upbringing and the church that I was brought up in, um, I don't remember a whole lot of teaching. I don't either. Uh, so I, and I know um, you're a little more. Well, we were both traditional, but I just grew up in a traditional Methodist, and you you grew up grew up in a traditional Baptist. And I, we knew people though that grew up in different churches that that did believe in demons. Absolutely, yes. And is it too much of a stretch to say they fall under a Pentecostal uh, umbrella? Well, I'll just say this. That's been my experience. And and so you don't remember 
Now, truthfully, Sean, you've been a number of churches. I've 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 been very few churches, truthfully, mm-hmm. compared to you. Uh, so, it, not only in addition to your upbringing in a church, what about the churches you have served in? What's your been your experience with this whole idea of devil, Satan, demons? Uh, I have. It has been a. It has been a, a non. I'm not going to say a non-issue. It has. It is something that is not talked about very much, and it's we. You know, we talk a lot about sin, and I grew up hearing a lot about sin. You know, and the wages of sin in the Baptist church. And I'm not saying it was hellfire and brimstone. It wasn't that, but we did talk about sin a lot. But that was, but that was kind of it. We didn't talk about the origin of the sin. We did not talk about demonic forces. We did. In fact, for most of my growing up years, the verse that, uh, that Hayes used Sunday, um, Ephesians six twelve. It, it was, it was confusing to me. It took me a long time to understand that because it was something that was that I'd heard. I'd even had that as a memory verse, but it was never explained. It was never explained. And it sounded very hocus pocus to me. And, and so I guess, you know, I want, I want to just think about, I guess you and me spitballing again on this this week's edition. Um, Why is that? Why, why are, are churches and or pastors that have, that we've had in the past, why do we not remember them talking about it? Why, why is it sort of uh, in certain, I guess, denominations? It's almost taboo to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just tossing around some ideas of why you think that is. Because the, some of the reasons why churches are not talking about it may be some of the reasons that church members and believers in Christ may may be thinking the same thing. Yeah, well, you know, in thinking about this, I, and and your opening with Flip Wilson, I don't know if you remember this, but there is this. There was a skit, and it was around 1970, and I think I'm not sure. Well, it was Flip Wilson had his own. It was a Flip Wilson show, and but in this particular skit, he was playing the character of a pastor, and he says, you know, and. Today, instead of my normal sermon, we've got a special guest. And Bobby Darren comes on the scene with smoke and wearing a red, like, uh, Speedo-type leotard suit. And, you know, he's like, and here's here's our guest, the devil. And, you know, and of course it was a comedy skit. But that is evidence of, you know, when we do acknowledge Satan, that's how he looks. You know, it's it's a cartoon character. Now, my personal experience and and or opinion is that one of the reasons we probably the main reason that we don't talk about this is because in order for us to acknowledge that we are constantly under the influence of something evil, that means we have to come to terms and acknowledge the fact that we're not in control. And that's an area that, you know, we're not, we can't stop the influence of evil. And that's what Ephesians talks about. It tells us how to deal with it when it comes. And, but, you know, I don't know about you, but for me, 
the most important person in my life is me. And so quite honestly, I think pride is one of the reasons that we don't acknowledge that because we feel like we're in control. We like to be in control. And how many times in your life have you said, I lost control? I've, I've said it a thousand times and that's the, that's the biggest joke ever because you can't lose something you never had. And I never was in control, but we feel like I can handle, I can handle my junk. Quite honestly, I can handle my stuff. I can handle whatever comes my way. And I am absolutely in control. And to think that we're being influenced by something supernatural is just, it's just taboo. It's taboo. And it, and again, it, uh, it exemplifies the fact and forces us to come to terms with the fact that we're not in control. And there are certain things that we are powerless over influence. I mean, yeah. And, and that, that, that makes, uh, that, that helps, helps, you know, part, partly explain, uh, why this is. And, and I think, I think some of the things that, that I, I, I picked up, that I learned, I don't know how to, how to put it, except that um, I'm responsible for myself, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I'm responsible, pick your bootstraps up, you know, stuff like that, That's right? right? Exactly. And so, um, and so I, it was almost like I learned or was taught one way or what, I can't remember how, I, I don't know which way to say it, except that, that I don't, I shouldn't expect to put off on the devil made me do it when it really is my choice. Right. It was really it was really my choice. That don't 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 cop out mm-hmm. and say it's somebody else. You know, because uh because we love placing the blame on the other person that we can see, that Correct. we that we have evidence of, yes, this this person pushed me or this person, you know, bribed me or whatever. Uh, we can blame other people for certain things. But then when you talk about something sort of innocuous as the devil or is evil and you say, well, you know, just, just evil devil made me do that. Mm-hmm. No, you made the choice. And so that's, that's right. sort of the rub that, 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 that I felt in, in my own life. And, um, and even today when, when I make mistakes, when I when I screw up, when I do things that I know that does not honor God, does not honor my relationship with with my family or whatever, um, I still will not acknowledge truthfully. Truthfully, I won't acknowledge evils behind some of the decisions I made. Mm-hmm. But because I, I still it's what to what what you're saying it's about me. Right. It's about me. I'm the one that made that choice. You know, you know, Adam and Eve, we go all the way back to there, you know, they blamed each other. Mm-hmm. It was still their choice. So so we have this dynamic, I think, in our in our in our in our church world. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep mm-hmm. confine it to our church world right now. We have this dynamic to where we're telling people, hey, listen, y- you make choices in your life. But but we don't we don't remind them at times about you're influenced mm-hmm. and truthfully we're influenced either either one of two ways either influenced by the spirit of God that's right or the spirit of evil and we just we would just rather acknowledge the positive end on the spirit of God yes right we 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 hone in on that so much um and and I was and I was thinking about 
um, just what we do as a church. And and I, and I thought about there's there, my my pastors in my past may have started talking about de- demons mm-hmm. and evils, and, and they may have mentioned that. But when you're a younger person, when we were in church as a chill, child or a student, if it was not repeated enough, you're not going to remember it. That's right. Yeah. You know, we, what, what do we repeat over and over again? Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Savior. Right. We know that. We know the power of the Holy Spirit because we repeat it so much. Mm-hmm. But we have not gotten the repetition of this type of teaching for it to stick with us. This 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 is just stuff that was bouncing off my head. Well, and you know, the more you're talking, the more I'm I'm seeing clearly of what I was attempting to say before, and it can be summed up very quickly. Um, I think we don't acknowledge the presence of demons in our life and the influence that they have because it's terrifying. It's scary. Spirit of God's a whole lot nicer to think about. <laughs> it is. It is. It and it's and it's terrifying to think that something evil is influencing us and we don't and so, you know, and again, go back to the Flip Wilson thing. So what's the easiest thing to do with something that you're terrified of? Laugh about it. Belittle it. Make it seem less than what it really is. Yeah. And and just to, to go over into culture a little bit with all the streaming services and stuff. There actually have been some television series that have dealt with evil mm-hmm. and, and they're dark. I, I, I haven't watched them truthfully. There's, there was one that, that my wife and I watched for a little bit and, and uh, it may have been canceled truthfully. So I, I don't know, but there, I know there was a couple other ones that actually was one named Lucifer, I believe. Um, so yeah, that, there was that actually yeah. dealt dealt with this but all these were serious dramas so it was it wasn't on the comedy side mm-hmm. it was on the on the serious side where they where they were dealing with with very serious subjects and and acknowledging in these shows that they were meant to entertain yes but there was there's always some element of truth in any of the entertain, right. entertainment that we watch and and I was thinking that um that if we are not opening our eyes right now to see demons, the devil, Satan, evil in our world, um, we're missing it. And you know, I, I told you um, earlier in conversation I wanted to bring C.S. Lewis into this, but I didn't. I didn't read the whole whole Screw Tape Letters book again, but. In one of those um, stories, letters, or whatever, I remember that um, um, Screw Tape is writing to Wormwood, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's right. And I remember one of the one of the things, one of the strategies, was to get Christians to believe that he doesn't exist, that right. Satan doesn't exist, and 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 so what I see in our world. Is so many things and so many people are making decisions with their lives, with their life choices that they believe this is just me. This is what I want to do, mm-hmm. and and I, I still I see I see behind this is there there's 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 got to be evil lurking. Mm-hmm. There's got to be be something out there that's pushing this this agenda that is uh, you know. Totally against God's word, totally against God's uh, design for His creation, and and we're talking about it as it relates to 
well, that's just our choice type thing. And we're done, and you know, freedom, whatever. Right. And, and, but in the Christian world, if we aren't seeing that there's something behind this, then I think we're missing the mark. And I get, I guess that's the deal in our Western culture. We're not seeing the evidence of a, a lot, a tangible evidence of, of Satan's influence, of evil's influence, and, and understanding that in other parts of the world, there's, there's actually visible signs. Right. Right. Yes. And, and I particularly bring up Haiti because that's, Haiti's has sort of just been a bastion for, for evil, for voodoo and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so many stories from missionaries coming back that actually attest. So yes, we saw actually, People in ha- Satan, evil inhabited this person, right? right. And, and they're they're cast out. We just don't see that. We just don't see that. We've been, it's not been a part of of who we are. I was reading about one pastor that actually did see this in in, in Midwest. Uh, he actually referenced this. He referenced a story he's a part of when he was twenty years old, and and, and he he did actually a possession. Uh, he saw somebody that had a demon or something in him that was released from that uh, by a knowledgeable pastor who recognized the forces mm-hmm. there. Um, so so I I just, you know our issue is just um, lack of understanding, lack of awareness, and um, wanting to stay insulated. Uh, in our own church world. That's right. And so my my experience with this has been that if we continue to you know either ignore or belittle the presence of evil forces in this world then also what what goes hand in hand with that is that means we're selling the spirit of God short because if this doesn't, you know, if when, when we acknowledge mm-hmm. all this evil, then we see just how powerful God is to be dominant over those things and to know that these evil forces, they know who God is. They know who God is. And, uh, you know, Scripture says that they know the name of Jesus, and when they hear it, they tremble. They And so we're selling that short, but I can, I can say this. If you've ever been in a situation of seemingly despair. And I say seemingly because to me, despair means lack of hope. And if you are a Christian, you are never without hope. But it seems like you're hopeless. And you you can almost hear these voices saying, you deserve this. You deserve this. If you've ever been in that situation and you are so influenced that you believe it, that you believe that, you know, that you are not worthy of anything. You have experienced the influence of evil. You have experienced Ephesians six twelve, And, you know, also saying if you have ever come through that and experienced victory over that, then it's kind of like Job. My ears had heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. Yeah, then you know the power of the Spirit of God. Sean has referenced Ephesians six twelve. Let me go ahead and just read it. Our fight is not with people; it is against the leaders and the powers and the spirits of darkness in this world. 
It is against the demon world that works in the heavens. Jesus, when the disciples were trying to, quote-unquote, cast a demon out of, of a, a boy. A boy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and Jesus came and did it. And they asked Jesus, why couldn't we do that? Mm-hmm. He said, this will only happen through fair, prayer and fasting. fasting. That's right. And for, our, for church folks, we've heard that we're supposed to pray. We've heard we're supposed to fast. Probably most of us do the prayer part. Most of us, we might fast from midnight to 6 a.m. That might be our fast. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but when we think about the spiritual world that, that we're in battle against, uh, Jesus has given us a pretty simple formula. And so why are we talking about spiritual forces? Why are we, why are we even sharing this today is – if we understand the why of 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 why we are discounting and underestimating the demons, demons, the 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 deal for us today is simply this: we will, if you can, if you understand the why, then we are going to ask you to consider changing your mindset and opening your eyes to yes, there's a spirit of God at work in my life, but he's also there's also a spirit of evil. There's demons in the world today. I may not see them all the time. I may not recognize them all the time, but I need to understand that they are there. And so my, our challenge to you today as we, uh, as we close out our, our conversation is to take Jesus's words at heart. This, this kind only comes out through prayer and fasting. So what is, what is your uh, challenge for this day is to, to pray and fast to pray and fast for uh, for those who are in this battle. And that prayer and fasting may have to do with you. Uh, it may have to do with a family member, which which my wife and I have committed many times over the last uh, year or two, praying fasting for a certain family member we know who is who is uh, having some having some issues, but we believe, you know, there's evil behind some of those issues as well. So um, that may be what Many of you listening that just decide to do is okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna confront the spiritual forces of wickedness and darkness in this world, and Jesus has given me what I need to do to pray. I need to pray and fast. Uh, closing comments, just to build off what you just said. Um, you know, praying and fasting over a family member, a loved one, someone that you work with. That gets really where the rubber meets the road is when. The evil that's manifests their behavior in their behavior is hatefulness. That's where Ephesians six twelve comes in. And if you are able to see for just a moment that that person is being hateful because they're being influenced, and if you can if you can embrace that, if you can understand that, then honestly, if you've got the spirit of God in your life, it's going to drive you to pray for that person, to fast and to confront the evil as you see it. And it will, uh, it will invoke compassion in your life for that person to realize you're not, you're, that person's not being hateful to you. Your problem is not with that person. And so many times that, that we, we, we have conflicts with that other person that we're thinking our conflict is with that other person. Mm-hmm. Our fight is not with people. 
That's what Paul says. Our fight is not with people. So let's take the fight to where we need to take it to mm-hmm. in the spiritual realm. And we hope that that you will consider doing that. And uh, we hope you also consider doing uh, us a favor and telling others about our podcast. We drop on Monday and Thursday each week. The Monday podcast is uh, simply a sermon replay uh, for the week. And then the Thursday drop is a conversation between me and Sean or me and Hayes or Sean and Hayes, depending on 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 who's available and who's got a voice. And uh, I'm about ready to lose mine, so we're going to shut this off uh, today. Uh, but we invite you to just uh, to keep telling others, um, joining us when you as you can uh, in person or online, uh, however you can, and just sharing with others about this. And I hope that uh, I hope that um, many of you will make a commitment to pray and fast in the days to come. God bless you. Have a great weekend.